0: Coming up on podcast, 1545, a new US bill to extend incentives to 2032 and add in used EVs could be coming huge news. Stick around, I'll tell you more. Also on the podcast today, oh a lot of EV news to get through. We got EV numbers from Stellantis and Mercedes with their results. Germany reducing their incentives, because well the market's doing really well. Pricing for the ID Buzz cargo and a lot more as well. Tons of news to get through today, so make sure you keep listening. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information. It's Thursday, 28th of July. My name is Martin Lee, and what's my job? My job is to go through every EV story I can find and try and bring you the news you need to know in 20 minutes, because you haven't got all day to do this. So you give me 20 minutes and I'll give you everything in the world of EVs. We'll start with Stellantis, about a year and a half since uh, Peugeot Citroën and Fiat Chrysler merged to form their new mega corp, Global. Battery electric vehicle sales up 50% year-on-year, 136,000 units, which is good, not market-leading. It's no Tesla or BYD, but still very good in the first half of the year. The company ranked second here in the EU. Well, I'm not in the EU anymore, but it's over the water that way a bit, uh, with BEV and LEV. Now, they call BEVs, obviously battery electric vehicles, LEVs, low-emission vehicles. I call them shabby hybrids, but you get the idea. They're not talking about plug-in hybrid vehicles vehicles Uh, second in the eu third in the us market for low emission vehicles i would imagine behind toyota Stellantis' global BEV sales up, like I say, 50% year on year. They now offer 20 battery electric vehicles and 28 launching in the next two years. They say they've strengthened their battery ecosystem, confirming locations for five gigafactories, three in Europe, two in North America, and partnering with Samsung, LG, Automotive Sales Company as well, strengthening their supply of the metals and uh, things needed to make batteries in europe and north america samsung and s uh, samsung and lg agreements remaining subject to the closing conditions they say they are proud of their jeep wrangler 4xe remaining the best-selling plug-in hybrid in the us and the all-new jeep grand cherokee 4xe arriving in dealerships now the on its own platform new fiat 500 not the compliance one that we had The all-new Fiat 500 looks the same, totally different car. Number one best-selling BEV in Germany and Italy. And the Peugeot E208 was the best-selling BEV in France. Upcoming events to look out for from Stellantis. Uh, There's a Dodge event, a Jeep event, and a Ram event like the Jeep 4xe Day. That sounds interesting in September. And Ram Revolution Day in November. Uh, Reminder of the Stellantis EV plans. Uh, They want to go 100% EV in Europe and 50% of sales in the US by 2030, 75 battery electric models, uh, reaching global annual BEV sales of 5 million by 2030. They've got four different platforms. Uh, They have got the STLA small, medium and large, and frame platforms as well for all of their vehicles, Uh, up to uh, 800 kilometers, that's 500 miles of range and 300 odd uh, kilowatts of uh, power on those i'll pop a link to the uh, the pages on their corporate website if you're interested in seeing what they're doing mercedes-benz say that their eqe has good profit margins as they push into electric vehicles on the results called yesterday the cfo harold Wilheim uh, revealing the eqe has a profit margin equal to the Uh, Combustion E class. Uh, He says, and I quote, at this point, the EQE margin is at the point of the E class margin, end quote. That's according to Automotive News Europe. Worth also adding, though, that the E class starts at $55,000 in the US, the EQE starts at $70,000. So there is a bit of a price offset there between combustion and electric, but good to know uh, that they're making the same margins on those class of vehicles. During the call, the CEO, Ola Kalenius, also saying that they want. 50% of Mercedes-Benz electrified car sales to be pure electric, and they're going to start prioritizing them over uh, their existing plug-in models as well. A uh, big market for Mercedes, of course, home market of Germany. Next story today, they're going to reduce financial incentives to buy EVs next year after an agreement with the governing coalition as the growing popularity of EVs. Last month, it was about 14% of the market was pure EV. German's economy ministry saying yesterday in a Reuters report, they write, and I quote, the incentives or purchase premiums paid to buyers of EVs expire completely when an allocated 3.4 billion euros from the next two years budget is fully spent under the plan premiums for fully electric powered vehicles priced below 40000 euros fall to 4500 euros at the beginning of next year from 6000 currently and fall to 3000 euros in the following year if a car is priced over 40k uh, the premium will drop to 3000 euros at the start of next year no subsidy at all for the purchase of cars over 65000 and that's going to then drop to 45000 in 2024 no subsidies for company cars either government are axing any incentives for plug-in hybrids only providing incentives for BEVs in Germany uh, the largest market share of EVs is VW with 20% followed by Tesla at 11% according to the KBA there pop a link to Reuters in the show notes if you'd like to read more Now, UK pricing is out for the ID Buzz Cargo being sold over here by Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles. It starts at thirty-eight one two five, which sounds cheap. But remember, we have twenty percent VAT, value added tax, which, if you're listing a business purchase, you can leave off. Now, uh, you know, from my international viewers, if you see a price in the UK on the shelves, that you can't suddenly add tax when you get to the till. So, the price you see is the price you pay, with one exception. Business purchases, and if your business is VAT registered, so you can claim that back, uh, then that's the price. So, you want to add if you want to work out what that would be, add 20%. But either way, 38,125 for businesses, two trims, 77 kilowatt hour battery uh, usable, by the way, that's net 256 miles of range. Or you go the big boy trim, which is 42,000 pounds without VAT, uh, they're throwing in keyless entry, park assist. Rear-view cameras, leather steering wheels, Discover Pro, 10-inch touchscreen, travel assist, lane assist, all the goodies are thrown into that one, which would be a a great place to spend your day. If you are delivering parcels or you're working in a work van, it's a million miles away from the work vans of old, which obviously weren't a very good place to spend your work day. Customers can have two or three seat configuration up front. Loads of space in the back of the ID Buzz cargo, uh, thanks to the fixed partition between the cab and the loading space. But you can have a drop down window for loading long goods in there. Now let's get into the headline story today. And that is that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin. uh, Yesterday night or overnight, my time, I woke up to this news which was lovely news to wake up to, by the way, have come to a deal on energy. Now, while Manchin might have scuttled Joe Biden's Build Back Better bill, uh, the final deal includes a number of provisions the moderate from West Virginia had been scoffing at representing a significant reversal from earlier this year that includes provisions to address the climate crisis, according to this article on CNN. So let's see how CNN picked this one apart. There's a lot to get into here, by the way. It's almost its own podcast, uh, but basically $369 billion in energy and climate change programs. The goal, reduce carbon emissions by 40% by the end of the decade in eight years Time now. The news came hours after the Senate also passed a $52 billion bill to uh, for U.S. manufacturing of semiconductors uh, and EV tax credits. Continue. There's also used EB tax credits. We'll get into those in a moment. There's lower income thresholds, so we're not giving away free money to people that don't need it. Something that Joe Manchin has been staunchly opposed to throughout these negotiations. To raise revenue, it's going to be a increase on tax on corporations, a 15% tax on corporations to raise $313 billion over the next decade. No increase in personal tax or anyone who's earning less than $400,000. Also, no increase in tax on small businesses as well. Uh, These are taxes that were applied to companies with more than $1 billion in profits uh, and yielded a similar revenue-raising figure, says CNN. The current deal closes the loophole, uh, the carried interest loophole, uh, they say. Uh, So they are also claiming kind of or getting money from investment managers that treat their compensation as capital gains, and they only pay 20% rather than 37% they should be paying. So again, taxing the rich, and if I may say so, Giving to the poor, you might not agree. Um, families making less than $400,000, not affected at all. Like I say, not small businesses. Uh, the electri- uh, Electrification Coalition had something to say about this. Uh, they praised the Clean Commercial Tax Credit for EVs, the used EV tax credit, the extension of the light duty EV tax credit with modifications, good for commercial vehicles, an extension of the alternative fuel refueling property tax credit. I don't know what that is, but they're happy about it. Um, $3 billion in funding for the U.S. Postal Service, and that has to be to buy electric vehicles. In your face, U.S. Postal Service. They won't want to do that, but if they want the money, they've got to buy EVs. I wonder if they'll give it to their buddies that they give contracts to or whether they'll go to some of the startups that were so upset before when the U.S. Postal Service went, oh, we're going to spend a bunch of money on new vehicles, but uh, we couldn't find anyone that sells electric ones, but look at all these ones that sell diesels. <laughs> Yeah, funny yeah. Uh, There's the Diesel Emission Reduction Program. Uh, There's the Domestic Manufacturing Conversion Grant Program, uh, $3 billion for the Advanced Technology Vehicle Manufacturing Program, and so it goes on. Dr. Leah Stokes on Twitter said, the bill cuts energy costs for an everyday American. 41% of inflation right now is driven by fossil fuel increases. The bill helps Americans buy clean energy, like EVs, solar for your houses, heat pumps for when it's cold, and it lowers your energy bill. These investments make America a global leader in clean energy manufacturing on everything from EVs to batteries to solar and heat pumps. More than $60 billion to create 21st century American clean energy technologies uh, through the DPA. These investments clean up our electricity system with extensions of uh, the ITC and PTC for wind, solar, tax credits for batteries and grid investments. Now, uh, Senator Joe Manchin says he reached the deal on the climate climate bill uh, the largest investment in the u.s history and was a departure from what he'd been saying only days earlier in fact not just days weeks and months and years he is funded by the coal industry by the fossil fuel industry and he's been arguing against all of these things for a very long time so if you like me are wondering hey did he have a change of heart maybe he became a good guy overnight Well, we'll wait and see. Politicians that are funded by the fossil fuel industry tell to do, tend to say and do uh, what the hand up their backside is telling them what to do. They are just the puppets at the end of the day of those that give them all the cash. Different In different countries, like over here, the rules on lobbying and finance, don't get me wrong, it's not whiter than white, but it's the system in America, very, very different in terms of paying for access to politicians. And just a much more relaxed system in terms of lobbying and things like that. But uh, people are saying he had a change of heart. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Let's see if it gets passed. Let's see what happens. You know, either those who control these politicians have had a, a, a change of heart or, it, it, you know, it, it serves them to make more money one way or the other. Or, I don't know, maybe he saw some, like, the... Elections are coming up. I don't know. Maybe he saw some, some polling that said, "My friend, you're going to be out of a job because you are so out of touch with what voters and real people actually want." And, and people operate in their own self-interest. I don't know. I'd like to see your, you know, hear your thoughts on this because yeah, obviously I'm not in the US, so I can, I can make comments, but I don't live there so um, i'd always love to hear from my u.s uh, listeners viewers etc etc taken together the package represents more than some democrats once thought they'd ever win from mansion who repeatedly raised fiscal concerns part of the deal as well is to raise tax on big business and big profitable business in order to bring down the deficit one of the things he's been uh, arguing for you can't I certainly would agree you know, because everyone's not politically black and white are they because you can agree with people on some things and on the others now I don't agree with him on climate obviously uh, but in terms of being fiscally responsible and paying down the deficit you can't argue with that because you just can't go deeper and deeper and deeper into debt forever uh, Bloomberg's Tom Randall on Twitter had a wonderful text uh, uh, Twitter thread uh, which I will highlight some of for you right now but really I've read it many times. And I'm still slightly in the dark uh, because it takes a lot, I think, of processing. But the headlines are $7,500 credit per new vehicle and $4,000 for used EVs or 30% of the price, whichever is less. $7,500 federal tax credit if you earn less than $150,000 or $300,000 for joint filers. $4,000 off a used EV if you earn less than $75,000 or $150,000 for joint filers. A max price on EVs that qualify. If it's a big pickup and SUV, it's 80K. And if it's a smaller vehicle, it's 55K. Additionally, used vehicles must be sold by a dealer. And the credit, the used vehicle credit applies... The first time the car is resold as a second-hand car and the VIN gets tracked. A percentage of the battery components must be made in North America from 50% today to 100% in 2029. Requirements where the battery materials are sourced from 40% now to 80% in 2027. Restrictions on where the materials and metals come from for battery EVs, uh, and they can't come from entities of concern here's looking at you China the income caps mean a sizable chunk of EV buyers in places like California and New York well-off places lose access to any credits but those earning say less than 150k uh, for those uh, joint filers or 300k for a new a new car uh, do get them which I, you know that I don't know how you feel about those limits it feels to me like they're pretty sensible limits you know if you're earning more than 150k you probably don't need a lot of help buying a car i mean i'm sure you'd like it but we don't need it anyway we'd love to know your thoughts on all of that holy moly that was a busy segment of the podcast and we've still got so much to go Ooh, it's gonna be a long one today sorry i do apologize coming up very soon lots more to come on the podcast uh, where we are talking about uh, investments more investments from sk in the u.s that would be a headline story any other day and rivian pulling back on customized orders but why? Stick around, and I'll tell you soon. Now, on the podcast, let's talk a bit about BP, and they're very proud of their electrification strategy in Germany. Uh, they say that uh, they're taking the first steps in electrifying trucking and they have built a new what they say state of the art two state of the art ultra fast charging points not stations but points aimed at medium and heavy duty trucks they're 300 kilowatt chargers and uh, they will add about 125 miles of range in 45 minutes Uh, working with daimler trucks they say to understand design issues they've put them somewhere uh, where there is amenities like petit bistro cafes because uh, certainly under our regulations maybe not where you're watching and listening but Uh, our regulation state got to take a 45 minute comfort brake driver safety thing mandatory so hey if you're going to be stopping for 45 minutes you might as well plug in and charge the german arm of bp pulse aral has become the country's top fast charging operator in germany it's called aral pulse now operates the largest number of sites in germany with 150 kilowatt plus charging and uh, also uh, if you want to know the actual numbers, 145 sites, 858 points. And that is uh, increasing as well as the increase in investment in Germany uh, continues. They're going to have a further 1,500 charge points by 2025. BP Pulse, they say, is also uh, China's uh, about to build China's in- largest hub of EV charging. It's going to cover 21,500 square metres, the size of 82 Wimbledon tennis courts, and offer a charging capacity of 30,000 kilowatts. Man, I'd like to know more about this, Uh, so I think I'll research it. Now, when I started this podcast 1,500 episodes ago, and it was only a few minutes long, not 25 minutes because there was less EV news to talk about, I never thought I'd be going to whitehouse.gov to have a look at the minutes of presidential meetings, but that's where I've ended up today uh, for you, so you don't have to. And the president of SK is in the US. Now, couldn't be in the same room as President Biden because, you know, COVID. But uh, he did have a teleconference from the Roosevelt Room, and he said... To the president uh, over the telephone, SK's commitment to grow and invest is enduring. Today, we're here to talk about our U.S. investments, our cooperation to make the supply chain in both our countries more resilient. We've backed commitment of $22 billion in the U.S. in recent years. Today, SK announces another $22 billion in new investment in the U.S., including major investment in semiconductor, EV batteries, and biotechnology. SK investing nearly $30 billion going forward. So, President Biden, we share your commitment to green energy. In addition to our new EV battery factories in Georgia, investing $7 billion more, uh, up to $14 billion to build two new gigafactories in Tennessee and Kentucky as part of their joint venture with Ford, investing an additional $5 billion in other green energy businesses, they say. President Biden replied, according to the minutes of the meeting, he said, and I quote, the SK group is the second largest conglomerate in South Korea. And since I've been president, it's made significant investments in the U.S., committing 30 billion already here and today announcing 22 billion more. Growing their U.S. workforce to 20,000 workers from 4,000 workers and... Uh, Semiconductor investment, large-capacity batteries, EV charging, uh, and more, he says. By partnering with American companies like Ford and Intel, it's incredible. Proof that America is open for business and back working with our allies, said Biden. Link to the minutes of that meeting. If you are so inclined to read it, I did. It's interesting. Interesting in the show notes. Now, Rivian is pulling back on customized orders as supply chain issues persist. According to this article, EV startup Rivian has revamped its ordering system to give customers delayed customization choices as rising order numbers and yet supply chain disruptions challenge Rivian's ability to meet demand. Under the new system, you can't You can no longer specify uh, the battery pack, the paint, the wheels, or the accessories before placing an order. Those choices only available once Rivian are ready for you to configure your vehicle. Customers can browse the configurations, and you can save them, but you can't place the order when you put your deposit in. Link to supplychaindive.com in the show notes. Now, more electric vehicle chargers are coming to the highways of Colorado. Six new highways in Colorado approved for the federal grant money which is much, much needed, receiving $57 million of part of the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Program, which I've been talking about pretty much nonstop for the last few weeks on this podcast, state by state. A big shot in the arm, uh, says a spokesperson for the Colorado DOT. Totally agree. A state that needs lots more charging. In China, Xpeng is offering significant discounts on their cars, uh, but not online, only if you go into the stores. Up to 15,000 RMB discount for the XPeng P7 in Beijing. But why? Well, their production capacity has increased significantly, but orders aren't growing as quickly. Therefore, supply and demand. Uh, The Guangzhou and Wuhan plants under construction uh, will support 600,000 units annually. And therefore, like I say, that's just supply and demand at work. Maybe, and I hope... I don't think it is, but I hope it's the canary in the coal mine for other prices of other car makers who are bringing on more capacity to also decrease. We'll wait and see. Now, let's finish off with news about Uber, and you can now get your Uber Electric, the premium electric car service arriving in more U.S. cities. Uber Comfort Electric is what you need to look for in the app in L.A., Seattle, Portland, Denver, Austin, Philadelphia, and Baltimore. And drivers can drive anything like a Tesla, a Polestar, Ford Mustang, Mark e to be eligible for Comfort Electric. It gives drivers more money to drive those cars, and hopefully, you know, word will get around the Uber driver community because passengers will tip more. You earn more. Uh, Uber recently announcing fifteen thousand drivers signing up to their Tesla program with Hertz. Pop a link to The Verge in the show notes to read more about that. And finishing off an electric story, which really made me smile. Last story today to leave you on a on hopefully a bit of a a a, a wry smile. Uh, the Uber have had to start telling customers riders how to get into teslas if you've admired a tesla from a distance it says electric Uh, when you get up close you might not know how to get into one Uh, the solution is a push notification ahead of your car arriving which tells you how to open the door you know push here it swings out then you pull that bit There we go. Uh, The need for instructions on threes and whys even includes the New York City yellow cars as well the taxi drivers that have had instructions on the doors for some time, which says, push here, how you get into the car. And that is your podcast for today. Woo! And breathe. That was a rapid-fire one today, and it's still 25 minutes long. Still, question of the week. No time for that now. It'll return very soon. Uh, You can email me anytime about anything. My personal address is hello at evnewsdaily.com If you're watching the YouTube version of the show, leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you what you think about any of today's news. And thank you to everyone who supports on Patreon as well. Our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland and Aloha Charge in Hawaii. Derek Riley and his EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard at RSEV.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK. Octopus Electric Juice, making public charging simple. They've got one card, one map, one app, dead easy. Make sure you sign up and book your holidays at MillbrookCottages.co.uk in Devon. Gorgeous location and with EV charging there as well. Have a good and see tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.